what a beautiful morning and how nice to be back up here in our sanctuary after a period of being in the basement. A couple of announcements before we get started. There was an announcement in the bulletin that the funeral for Agatha lovers will be this week, but the location was not stated. Uh, but just to be very clear, the location will be here at First Church on Wednesday. The other announcement is that the elevator is currently out of order, so if you need to get, need to, get to the lower level and cannot use the stairs, you'll have to find a different way than using the elevator. We take our call to worship from Psalm 95. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Let's ask God's blessing on our worship in silent prayer. Beloved congregation in our Lord Jesus Christ, our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Grace, mercy, and peace be granted unto you from God our Father through Jesus Christ our Lord and by the operation of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us worship God by singing number 262. Two hundred sixty two. Let's sing all three stanzas.
when he comes to judge the nations in his righteousness, the standard that he will use is his law, which he revealed to Israel in the Old Testament. And it comes to us in Exodus chapter 20. Let's hear the words of God's law. And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which have brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me, and showing mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain, for the Lord will not hold him guiltless that taketh his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work, thou, nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, and rested the seventh day. Wherefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and hallowed it. Honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Thou shalt not kill, Thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass, nor anything that is thy neighbor's. The heart of the law, as summarized and stated positively by the Lord Jesus Christ, is this. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first and the great commandment. And the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. God has spoken to us. Let us respond to him once again by singing number 339. 339, versification of Psalm 119, the great psalm on God's law. Let's sing all four stanzas of 339.
Let us unite our hearts together and go before our God in congregational prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, all things change. People come and people go. Buildings are constructed and then they fall to pieces. Kingdoms rise and kingdoms fall. All things change, but thy truth eternal stands. And thou, our covenant God, art the same yesterday, today, and forever. Thou art the same God who was there before the foundations of the world, existing in thy own beautiful life, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And thou art the same God who was there in the days of Noah, in the days of Abraham, in the days of Moses and David, and in the days of Jesus Christ, and in the days of our fathers, and in our days too. And always thou hast been the true God, and thy truth has been revealed by thee unto thy people. And we rejoice, O Father, that thou hast come to us, and that thou dost come to us to meet us, to dwell with us, to make thy beauty and thy grace and thy mercy known to us and to our children. And we rejoice, O Father, in this Sabbath morning as well. We're thankful, O Father, that we can come together here in the sanctuary, though truly for the past three months we have also met in the sanctuary on the Sabbath day. Though it was in the basement of this building, yet where two or three are gathered together, there art thou in, in the midst of them if they gather in thy name. But we're thankful, O Father, that we can meet here and have the full use of our building once again. We're thankful, O Father, that in thy good providence toward us, we have means to have a functional facility such as this that enables us to, to worship and to make visible our life as a congregation and we pray O oh father that we may find a good use now for the newly constructed narthex area and that it will facilitate good fellowship together as a congregation and congregational life and we pray O oh father bless us as a congregation and build us up in the fear of thy name let, O oh Father, these children who are gathered here be shaped and formed into living stones fitted into the building of Christ's temple. And we pray for these young people that they will be strengthened in their faith through the instruction that they receive in catechism and in the preaching, and that they will be brought to the point of making a public confession of their faith and taking full ownership of the things that have been bestowed upon them as their inheritance. We pray, O oh Father, bless this congregation, build us up in faith, hope, and love. We pray, O oh Father, use this pulpit and those who stand behind it and our pastor in particular week after week to 
proclaim the, the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ and to proclaim it in all of its fullness, neither giving favor to any nor fear, nor fearing the faces of men, but before thy face proclaiming the gospel of Christ in all of its fullness and all of its piercing clarity. And we pray, O oh Father, use that word that is sharper than any two-edged sword to pierce even to the dividing asunder of the joints and marrow in our own souls and in our own hearts that the word may search us out and discover us who we are, expose before us our sins and our need of the Savior, and then comfort us with the hope that is found in the tomb, the empty tomb of the Savior, who was dead and buried, but who rose again unto life. Strengthen our pastor to that end, that that may be the word he brings week after week, and if any other man also stands behind this pulpit, that that will be the word that we hear. And we pray, magnify the word before our minds and before our consciousness. Even as we live in a world that despises the word, particularly thy word, we pray that we may love that word, that our children may love that word, that we may love it more than the phones in our pockets, that we may love it more than the houses that we live in, the cars that we drive, the riches that we have stowed away, that we may love it even more than life itself, or rather, that we may find our life in thy word. For we know, O Father, as our Lord taught us, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of thy mouth. Give us, O oh Father, to tremble before thy word. We pray, magnify also the offices of elder and deacon. And do so, O oh Father, by strengthening the men in our congregation who hold these offices, that they may be men of a godly character, men who exemplify before us the mind and spirit of Jesus Christ and who, therefore, are good examples to us and leaders among us that we can look up to and follow and submit unto their faithful instruction with due obedience. We pray, O oh Father, give us a spirit of patience with them as well, remembering that those who hold office are men such as ourselves. But for thy sake, give us to honor them, to follow their guidance, and build up this congregation in that way. Bless, O oh Father, all of the ministries that are carried on through this congregation in the catechism room and as we seek to be a faithful witness in our community, in the community Bible study and other evangelistic efforts and as we seek to develop friendships and relationships with our brothers and sisters in Mexico. Bless all of these efforts. Give us an outward-looking spirit that we would have a heart for those who have not heard the gospel, 
and the desire to bring them into the joys and the riches that are ours in Christ. Remember, O oh Father, the family, the lover's family, who will be attending the graveside this week. And remember all of us, O oh Father, as the loss of Agatha Lubbers is a loss that we all feel, as she was a gift of thine to us and a servant. We pray, O oh Father, comfort us in our sorrow and in our loss, comfort the family in particular, and give us to take hope in the victory of the resurrection of Christ. We pray, O oh Father, that thou wilt comfort others too who have experienced loss due to death in their lives, the loss of a husband, and now they live in widowhood, the loss of a father or of a mother. Perhaps some of us have lost children, and we have found that death is bitter to our taste, for it means an ending. Comfort us, O oh Father, in our sorrows. See to it that the holes that are left in the absence of our loved ones are filled through the communion of the saints and by thy gracious presence and care for us. And teach us, O oh Father, not to cling to this life, but to hope for the life that is to come. We do rejoice as well, Father, for our sister, Judy Booth, who celebrates her birthday today. We're thankful for the many years thou hast given to her and the service to thy church that she also has rendered and that has been a gift to, to us in our fellowship. We pray bless her and remember her in her old age. Forgive now all of our sins. And give us the ears to hear what the Spirit says to us this morning. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Collections this morning are for the general fund and benevolence. We worship God now by the giving of our gifts.
number 12. Stanza 2, we sing, Come, O Lord, my soul deliver, and thy loving kindness save. And then this question, Shall the dead thy name remember? Who shall praise thee in the grave? And there is hope in that question because we know that it's true, the dead will not remember God's name, and yet God wants his name to be remembered. And God wants to be praised, which shows that there's going to be a life after death, a resurrection for the people of God to continue to praise him and remember his name. Let's sing all four stanzas of number 12. 